Welcome back to the Black Elysian Podcast. Back with my main girl, Jessica Gates. Hey, hey, hey. So, a lot has happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, a lot? Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's been, it's been, what, two weeks? Yeah, defund the FBI is now a thing. <laughs> right, isn't it funny how funny how the tables turn? Yeah, uh, Marjorie Green Taylor and a few of her Republican allies um, once... The FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, um, have now called for <laughs> defunding the police when they were just against it not too long ago. And um, they want to defund the FBI. Yeah. So first of all, let's just back it up. So Mar-a-Lago was, was raided. As we all know, that's Trump's um, Florida residency. Compound. Yeah. yeah, residency compound. And he was alleged of what? Harboring... Um, Classified, classified documents. I think it, for me, what it was was his statement that he, you know, he has his own platform and everything. For me, it's the fact he still calls him Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> He's just so misguided in his um in in, in his vitriol and, and his attacks and whatnot. But anywho, his spot got raided by the FBI. Un- you know, unannounced, of course. Obviously, that's what a raid is. Well, I don't know if it was un well, it was unannounced, but I guess the Justice Department had been trying to get the documents from um, the Trump team for a while. They got some documents, but not all of the ones um, I guess to believe to be in his possession. I felt the whole Barack Obama <laughs> um, defense or whatever Trump <laughs> wants to call it was throwing it at the was wall. just dumb because. The documents we referring to from Obama were turned over to the archives mm-hmm. and went through the whole process to be part of his presidential library. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It what, was unfounded. Yeah. It, it's unfounded and baseless, which is was, just basically what Trump revels in. Yeah, it was laughable at best. Um I'm curious to see where this goes. We already know. And, and that's the thing, too. Like, it's... Politics is just so entertaining. It's just, I don't know. As we know, I mean, do you really think he's going to be fully prosecuted and whatnot? Before my answer would have been like 99% no. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm 50-50 at this point. On this one? Yes. What what feels different about it versus past um, Um, just the The fact that we know there was a grand jury involved. Uh, the the fact that according to the FBI in, in the court or the Justice Department uh, saying that there are several witnesses of, of, of alleged crime. So I don't know. It just feels like this one could be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it was, a, it was a bad two weeks for Trump other than um, Liz Cheney losing in Wyoming. But... <laughs> But do you, his, I mean, the, yeah. his head accountant uh, for the Trump organization took a plea deal in New York and not going to testify against the Trump organization. So I, 
I don't know if anything, even if he's not charged, I don't know if it, I still think he'll run in 2024. That's what I was just about to say. But I, but I think it dampens the prospects of him getting elected. For who? Because if anything, it's looked as, what's his favorite words, a witch hunt um, or whatever. Of course, it just, to his base. And then yeah, and, so. and you touched on Cheney a bit. She looks like a traitor to them and whatnot. So if anything, this just further emboldens his um, his base a little bit more. Like, see, and now, and like you said at the beginning of our conversation, this defund the FBI well, and whatnot. Well, the, the Leah's Cheney one, I'm like, I'm here for it all because I'm hoping she runs in 2024. Yeah. Do you think? She, okay. Yes. Okay. Because I think it sounds like it. I think she splits some some Republican votes and you get that curious third party candidate. That Did you watch her, her speech, her uh, concession speech? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been a fan of um, Liz Cheney this past year and a half. She's going, yeah, it, it's, yeah, I guess so. And that's funny that there's even the space in the party to be someone to go quote unquote rogue and whatnot like that. Cause that's just how polarizing Trump has kind of made yeah, considering side, how, her, how he's branded his side. And, and she's a Republican legacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's got name recognition and who knows. And yeah, you're right. Cause she could probably even pull some voters from the blue side who knows yeah i i think it's very um intriguing i also i don't know because it's like damn um uh, biden finally has some wins his mm-hmm. uh <laughs> inflation oh, really? what is he it finally the, has some wins oh his the the, inflation the, reduction yeah, I was gonna act, say, yeah the, what he's passed recently. the climate um thing his allocation so it's like he has some wins but is it Donald, yeah, Donald Trump is still the um, topic of conversation. We're supposed to get a decision on student loans by the 31st. Okay, student loan. Now, where are you at, which is, if you don't mind me, as much as you want to share? Um, are you still paying? Do you have, are you, aren't you, are you completely done? If you, Whatever you want to share. Uh, no, I wish I was completely done. So I am in the public service. PLS, month. Yeah. PLL, PLSF. Yeah. Um, I think I have, so my loans just got moved. <laughs> to uh, my, to, to what? Who, to who? the, uh, well, Fed loans is no longer. Mm-hmm. They don't so, exist. Uh, Missouri. Something I don't. I just got a letter from them like Friday, maybe. <laughs> okay. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, my loans have been transferred to them. Um, I think I have like two years left worth of payments. So, Dang. Okay. okay. Two or three. I don't know. I just got a. I just did the letter to like recertify mm-hmm. in public. So, but I was waiting to see where the hell my loans were gonna go. So. Mm-hmm. Now, did you use the pause that recently um, they had for two years on payment? Or oh, yeah. I haven't paid since it's been paused. And, um, <laughs> with the the cost of daycare. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, you had a major life change. You, Yeah. As soon as they pause, poop. Yeah. Yeah, so. Perfect. Yeah, I understand. Shoot, daycare is almost a mortgage payment at this point. Oh, I'm sure. It's interesting. Yesterday, so I'm in a PLSF group on Facebook, and someone had posted a um, 
they did a discussion group survey on for people who graduated from HBCUs and what their repayment history looked like and whatnot. So I, I did it yesterday. It was like four four other women. They had all graduated from various HBCUs and they were just talking about their payment history and what it looked like for them with, you know, the pandemic, if they were able to pause. And this, the impact it's had on them in terms of like, how, are they able to just hit certain milestones in their life just due to having these debts? And one woman was saying, she's a career student, but she took on a second job just to- Make you, pay. Yeah, just to make additional payments so she can um, impact her debt to income ratio and whatnot because it impeded on her buying a house recently and whatnot. And so it's just so interesting just to hear how, you know, student loans just impact everyone differently and whatnot just with home ownership, certain goals. But one young lady was saying that she used that two-year pause to pay down a smaller loan because she held off paying on one loan and was able to. So some of the ladies were saying that they did that and whatnot. But I, I just know it's just such a burden and whatnot. But it was a good conversation. So hopefully, allegedly, the people who I was speaking with, they're um, a policy group out of North Carolina and whatnot. So I know they'll take some of the discussion you know, to the legislative level. But it's just a burden. So you said the 31st, there's there's going to be a decision? Yeah, so um, the Biden administration have said that, you know, loans are supposed to go um, back into repayment starting September the 1st. Um, but I guess Navian and all the other loan people, mm -hmm. they're expecting the pause to continue because the administration has not... Um, <laughs> given directive to um, any of the student loan servicers about sending out letters saying that, you know, the loans will be restarting. Um, so I don't know. I do feel bad because I was talking to like some other educators that work for charters, mm -hmm. uh, particularly for-profit charters. Well, here in Michigan, 80% of the charters are mm -hmm. for-profit and they don't qualify for public service loan forgiveness. Which is terrible, but isn't that the part of what the this new program can kind of like help as a workaround and what so, like that? If you have like a letter from your... Oh, but you're saying that this, it doesn't qualify for it. And yeah, because it has to be a non-profit. So if you work for a for-profit business, then... They'll Which find is, any loophole yeah. just to, to get around, and that's so unfortunate. Which and, yeah. means like 80% of the people Pe that work for charters. We're don't. poor, yeah. But it, you know what's so interesting at the conversation, though, and obviously it was based on HBCUs, but they were people's experience with HBCUs, but one of them worked in the financial aid office. Do you feel like you were prepared um, for like college just debt and loans? And she said that she notices that just a lot of black people, they're just not... Um, necessarily they don't come from homes where you know and obviously that's a conversation that's happened for years but just knowing and whatnot but do you feel like you were prepared for college loans so or yeah scholarships or what I was blessed mm -hmm. um because so my 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 first year I did have to take out um, loans and then my parents took out a loan too mm -hmm. um but my sophomore year on my mom actually got like a second job mm -hmm. just to pay Damn. for my tuition. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was the blessing part. The bad part was like all of my student loans pretty much come for getting my right, master's. Cool. Listen, which, <laughs> yo, that second degree is what costs. Yeah, so I'm like, how? I'm like, how do two years cost more than four? <laughs> yeah, so like, and so that's part of me. 
like pissed off, but like you have these states that's like Florida and other places where I like anybody can just come teach now, and I'm like, I know well, I had to get this <laughs> this second degree basically to keep my certification because look at you being the old man now, like no, yeah. no, no, I get it though, but that obviously speaks to just the dire situation and a little bit how Florida is though. We all know Florida, yeah, is just so. The hook. I don't know. So I was like, I couldn't imagine where I would be debt wise if like I did have to pay all four years of undergrad using student loans and then, um, yeah, for I my have, masters. No, mass. You know, I hate to say it, and I was even saying yesterday in the survey, like I'm not even being like cavalier or obtuse when I say it, but I just feel like student loan debt is just debt that every everyone I know who has to, who went to college who have. They just have to. I just feel like it's just one of those things. And yes, obviously, it's something, you know, I think you should, you know, care about and be concerned about. And it's not in the recesses of my mind, but to me, it's just one of those things. It's like you, you just happen to have it. Um, yeah, it's just no. something you have. It's, I it's know. just there. <laughs> it's like the mole on my nose. It's there. It's not going anywhere <laughs> or whatever. I know people that have. 100,000 plus in student loan debt, like several. Um, Are these like doctors or? No, some, no. <laughs> well, two of them I know are doctors and lawyers, but like the vast majority. Educators? Are educators. Uh, mostly educators. A few that work in like nonprofit fields, social sure. workers. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I mean, most uh-huh. of us are poor. But like you said, you know, and another little interesting thing, they were saying that they didn't really. And I don't know if you're it sounds like you were kind of financially sound when you um, made your decision for undergrad. So I imagine your graduate experience was probably even more refined in terms of like the decisions you made. But a lot of I think all of our sentiment were. I didn't really hear about like the payback process until I went to a PWI. Like it wasn't until I went to UConn where like I actually sat in the financial aid office and they were like, okay, so you know, you have previous loans and you're going to have to take this on. And this is what repayment looks like as we're at undergrad and not to say it's all HBCUs, but it was just, you know, you got to do your exit survey and then, you know, create your little login for FAFSA and make sure you check in. Like it wasn't necessarily like um, a detailed conversation. Did you have a detailed exit conversation from undergrad? If no. you remember, that was so long ago. No, though. nope. Okay. Graduate school either. Like, really? Okay. Like, I feel like graduate school at Wayne State, they were like, well, you expect to know that you're going to. Okay. But, That's like, I, st- I, I find it because, like, I know people that were like, because I was always okay, like, with my master's, it's going to cost me 20000 that's all I'm gonna take out is twenty thousand. Where like I know some people are like, oh, they're offering me thirty five, give me a full <laughs> like thirty five or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, cause I I have a family member, and I didn't even know this was possible to it happened to her. Where like she met the maximum amount of student loans that you can have in a lifetime. God I like, dang. I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> they said, you got to stop learning, baby girl. You got to, you got to jump off at some point. That's great. That's yeah. No, it, it, it can, it can definitely add up, add up. Quickly yeah. For sure. Yeah. Pretty quickly. And I mean, I don't, I just think it's 
it's crazy because you're asking like 17 to 25 year olds basically to take home life altering debt with little guidance. Like I know like true. Yeah. when you go to student gov, like they have like the little videos, but <laughs> it, you still don't necessarily yeah. understand. And, and that's what we were saying. I was saying even yesterday, I'm like, you know, there needs to be more financial literacy, even starting pre high school because you know you're just so excited to even get into college i don't know whatever someone's circumstances but you know it's just such a and you're a teacher you know this better than anyone it's such a short turnaround from like i'm about to graduate 12th grade and now i'm shooting off to college and you're just you're running on adrenaline so you're not necessarily some people are just happy that child graduated so i mean even if like to go to like dorsey or something like that's what (sighs) nine thousand, i think Oh, I'm sure the I haven't even looked at the recent rates for Hampton or even UConn, but I know it went up like crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. And I just feel like college, the cost of college should be addressed more. You know, we talk about the college, you know, the, the loan payments, but let's just talk about also the cost of just these colleges. That's obviously a big factor, too. That's why you feel like you have to take out so much. Yeah. And Friday, um, I was with a group of people. Uh, I was the the youngest one basically in this group. Uh, so back these, on that side, <laughs> yeah, like J Cole, middle child at his best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they so they were like fifty and sixty year olds. They were saying their age group is now like the number one age group for student loan debt because they're taking off student loans for like their kids and grandkids oh I, yeah that's oh wow that's crazy yeah because they but then it just brings up conversation of i mean is college even necessary and then i know enrollment rates have dropped everywhere it's just because it's so unaffordable it's just yeah it's i mean look at us now if people have yeah expectations like i said people in the group were talking about it delayed their home buying process and you know home buying obviously is one of the pillars of that, the american yeah dream. exactly of oh you can get some equity and you have a you know an asset and it, it's it's stability because i'm even thinking like now let's say like you like you went out of state so you know that's it yeah man out of state caught i went, I went out, of state out of state for state. undergrad and grad yeah. so it was uh, that's why i said psychologically i have just not it is what it is. The universe, like this debt, it is what it is. Like I'll, I'll chomp away at it, you know, slowly, surely. But yeah, at this point, I'm just going to play the mega millions and hope I get the big it. one. You know, that's it. And, and JB needs to come. Oh, it's so frustrating. Like, just please come through. Just yeah, not, like they, they need not be so stringent on the, on the, on the requirements and whatnot. But then you have the whole set of. Well, you knew what you were doing, and and that's what the one of the women they, was saying. Who they say you know what you were doing, but you didn't really know no, what you were doing. No, you didn't. But but she was saying and it's so interesting. She was like, you know, it's just crazy that people really don't think that like they have to pay this money back or whatever. Like she she was like, it's just shocking and surprising how many people realize that like you're gonna have to pay this money back at some point in time, which is true. It's just there there's a, a level of cognitive dissonance, I'm sure, because you just yeah, that didn't like you like I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, you think you'll be making more too than what you actually make <laughs> once you get into the career field. Exactly. Like you get in the career field and you're like, this is my crappy salary. Like, how and much- then life happens. <laughs> the cost of tortilla chips are going up. Gas goes up. You have a yeah. child. Daycare. You're you're buying you're buying food now for you know you your wife your daughter your like life. Yeah, is- and this. 
Yeah, like I said, like the, the, the daycare cost alone, I'm just like. That's almost second job. <laughs> second job worthy. People doing side hustles. Yeah, so, yeah. They, daycare for our league is seven forty a month, basically. Mm-hmm. That, and, and that's the cost of, of a one-bedroom somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I understand. So, 31st, we'll keep our eyes and ears open. Yeah, so I, I need extending. something um, before the 31st, Joe, because uh, my anxiety... <laughs> I need two, yo. I need two and a half stymies, a pushback, and half off. Yeah. Um. So, NBA getting involved in politics again, right? Granting, um, in the new schedule, a day off that I don't even have off. Oh, election day. Yes. You don't have a oh. No, the the students have it off, but it's it's a professional development day for us. Is it at least a half? No, it's a full day. That's that's rude. They should let y'all be a citizen, be citizens that day. <laughs> yeah. So when I see the superintendent, I'm be like, look, even the NBA yeah. has election day. Participate in the civic process. Mm-mm. But um, yeah. So yep. So NBA, like you said, they're uh, making a move towards being a little bit more political. Well, they've always kind of stepped in that light. Yeah, too. I feel like LeBron. I, I love LeBron. Yeah, I feel like the last. CP, of course. Seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, the NBA has been the, the the super progressive political league. Out of all the other, yeah, which is, I know, that's another I mean, conversation. The, the NFL had the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, but I, but I feel like as a league, as a, as a player, um, the NBA tends to be a little bit more progressive, mm-hmm. a little unified in their message. Um, I also think they have the coolest commissioner. That's what I was going to say. That makes a big, yeah, Adam makes a big, big difference, I think, too. Yeah, I think Adam is kind of just like F you to, to the status quo. Mm-hmm. And I think he doesn't mind empowering his players more. I think looking like at the NFL or the Major League Baseball, they're, they're a little bit more controlling. And they're a little bit, is it older? I don't I don't know when the NFL started versus the NBA started baseball. I know, I don't know. I just, do, I, I do think because they're a little bit more. Tra- I mean, basketball is traditional, obviously. But when I think of American, I, I'm thinking of the person on Facebook with the flag and the background with the eagle. I feel like they're more of like the baseball, football fans, as where basketball has always had like a little bit more of a closer more association, inner, inner yeah. city flair to well, it. Yeah, exactly. I think that narrative is always just been there just a little bit more so than other sports so it's it's a little bit um easier to for them to have that attachment and then the players now having more autonomy like you were saying that adam provides in that league versus what the nfl does where it's a little bit more um controlled and whatnot how they allow their players to and i don't express themselves i guess it might be a difference in ownership too mm-hmm. you don't have um owners like you know, like the Houston, Texas owner in the NFL uh, basically said, we're trying to let the inmates run the asylum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like the, you might have a more progressive ownership. I'm just thinking of like Steve Ballmer with the Clippers. and. Well, no, but they, well, but don't forget Donald Sterling, though, too, though. I mean, they still. <laughs> yeah, but just. Have, but, but that's like a. I, I shouldn't even say a one-off because, you know, who knows? But, I don't, but it's not as founded in the NBA as, like, 
yeah, I don't these conversations you hear. And I guess in the I don't NFL. see like Donald Sterling in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think he might still be an owner in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, because like you've had. I can't think of the owner of the Houston, Texas name that's made racist statements before. Um, you had Jerry Jones mm-hmm. basically saying he didn't want his players to kneel and pretty called them different things. And then when it was politically correct, mm-hmm. to, when it took a knee with his players, and I'm like, I could. <laughs> Took a knee. He was yeah, on that Nancy uh, Pelosi with the yeah, cloth. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Like the, <laughs> that the, is one of the, the funniest perfect, images in my head. <laughs> the perfect photo opt image. Up. Like I deal with them. Like I, yeah. my brother. <laughs> um, Can't you see? But, but no, I, I think it's I think it's interesting. And and you know when people have the conversation of oh the greatest players and stuff like that. For me, this kind of adds to the LeBron James chapter. Um, for Obviously, he's not the only one. He's not the first player to be political. I mean, obviously, we have, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Bill Russell. Russell. You know what I'm saying? There's so many other players. But I do think he's one of the people who's been able to harness, like, where we're at with current times and, you know, use that to propel conversations and whatnot that maybe weren't as at the forefront. Because he is a superstar. He's a global icon. And I feel like Mm -hmm. some of the people that dislike him were uh, some of that stems from his... Um, social political stance. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not, so are you sure it's not the flopping on the floor and the and the crybaby stuff or whatever? I mean, for, they said the same. Hate the game. I mean, they said yeah. the same thing about Jordan, though. Oh, um, I, I do feel like uh, at a certain level of greatness, no matter the sport, yeah, um, people are gonna hate you. Tom Brady in football. Speaking um, of sports, our baby. I don't know why we didn't even put our boo is retiring. The greatest. Serena oh, Williams. Serena. Yes, we didn't even talk about the greatest, one, yeah, one of the so, greatest athletes of all time, if not the, for me personally. Who I feel I? like she's, female wise, is the, the greatest athlete of all mm-hmm. time. Um, female. <laughs> in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top, no. T- top 10 athlete of all time. It's just amazing. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of who I would put ahead of her. I just think her sheer athleticism and and like we were just saying a little bit about LeBron, at least for me, just what she brought. I mean, she's the fa- she's the reason why a lot of girls picked up tennis rackets. She's the Coco reason why I even, you know, yeah. Co- I mean, and now you know who the torch is passed on to, Sloane and stuff like that, and Naomi. But no, her her impact is just yeah. So yeah, so and I think her longevity and just and and to be able to retire, she's. She's not even 40 yet, I don't think. No. Yeah, so to be able to say that you've retired and had a lifetime of a sport and whatnot, like all of all of our people in our age group, like the LeBron, Serena, like it's getting to that point or whatever. Yeah, you're like. Yeah, like, damn. Like, you know, Bron got his two kids playing some. I'm getting emotional watching them. And like our people are like tapping out. Yeah, like we're knocking on middle. I know. <laughs> middle age. <laughs> you know, and yo, do, I'm telling you how I know I'm old on Rock the Bells. They play, and to me, you know, Rock the Bells is serious. I, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, this is just like some Run DMC chub rock station. They they had Young Jock going down <laughs> one of the songs. I was like, damn, Young yeah, Jock is considered Rock the Bells. Oh, I was like, I need to really, I, I was like, I got to face Yeah, it. like, what is it, 105.1? <laughs> they like play all the Oh, my goodness. I'm like, yo, I got to face the music, literally. Like, Jessica, no, you, you really are mid-30s. 
and you're a little bit over the mid, so you're at the D of mid. So yeah, and I'm at the getting closer to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. So shout out to and see her. Her statement was very Beyonce esque. I want to say with oh, the, okay. the Vogue and Aww. I I loved it yeah, personally. Yeah, yeah. She's focusing um, and the yeah, on especially like the the photos with her daughter that they had in it and little miss olympia yeah i was it's, i'm sad because it's bittersweet but it's a nice moment it's another end of like you said like our childhood and our teenage years yeah i remember the whole yeah, serena and venus bead oh, controversy i and, know those beautiful young girls what they what they went through what they endured in that sport just the name calling, just oh, and just to be so triumphant continually year after year, twenty three yeah, grand slams. I don't know. It's just like it's Team so Richard. Uh, I'm I'm really <laughs> not trying to have a conversation about Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like it was a w- window into what they uh-huh. endured. Oh, what they endured. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. No. Yep. But definitely there are. Should have brought back memories of like going to Palmer Park when it wasn't <laughs> gentrified <laughs> oh, and my trying goodness. to use the um, hidden walls with my dad and plant. Oh, I love tennis. Yeah. I play now. Me and my sister-in-law were talking about that yesterday. She plays on Sundays at Palmer Park. I was playing on Monday. And they got rid of the hidden walls at I think Park. she said so. I play at the I play near me and they have hidden walls. Thank God up here at the And it's it's nice. I like their hidden walls. They're they're really good. They're yeah, fun. I, Sometimes I go there just I went there and I had on my work dress and some work shoes. They were gym shoes though, but they were work gym shoes. They were cute enough. And I was hitting la- like a week or two ago. And he was like, I see you trying to get some stress out. I said, you're damn right. <laughs> it's just so relief. There's nothing more relieving than hitting a tennis ball. It's, it's my favorite sport. I love it. So, yeah, I'm yeah. excited to get Ali his first racket and stuff. So yes, ten- it's the it's, a, it's one of those lifelong sports if you if your body allows it for you. It's just I love yeah. it. I love it. So yeah. Hopefully Ali doesn't get stuck with me and my dad's knees, but Oh no, hopefully not. Yeah, get him moving. As there's little people who play me and my partner, we the I met a woman at the, my tennis class. We play about once a week or whatever. I I enjoy it. And there's meetup groups and stuff. It's, yeah. there, there's it's definitely some some ways to um engage. Hey, uh, speaking of sports, the WNBA playoffs. Yeah, yeah, who you rooting for? Um, only one team matters to me. Oh yeah, who is that? Um, the Las Vegas Aces. Okay, who's your? Do you have a? Of course. Yeah, Asia Wilson. That's my girl. So. Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. But the whole team is falling. Um, Plum, mm-hmm. Gray, um, Jackie Young. They they all have been out there balling. So. Look at you. Um, Danica should be back for the next series. Mm-hmm. Um. I am watching uh, the, I guess he would probably be the most famous WNBA player at this point, Candace Parker in the Chicago Sky. Yeah. Uh, They lost the first game. They won yesterday, though, in a blowout. So, What uh, was the score? Do you remember? No, they won by like 30 points. Okay, okay. Yeah. It wasn't close. 
So I'm excited. I'm glad to see um, the WNBA is is growing. Viewership was up this year. Social That's media interaction say. was I up. I know. Attendance. So Do you think at a little bit of it? So are you saying it's a conspiracy and they really did this whole Britney thing to to give viewership? I'm just teasing. <laughs> it's not necessarily a joking thing, but no, I I feel like. Or 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 do you think it opened up people's eyes to be like, you know what, y'all right? We, we I think it's a little bit of ladies. both, but I think you now have some more crossover athletes mm-hmm. um, that can cross over to the mainstream. Um, you have um, like an Asia Wilson that's been on um, uninterrupted with LeBron, um, <laughs> just became the first female um, athlete to get a sponsorship deal with Ruffles. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a Candace Parker that's been on TNT. Right. Um, yep, yep. No, that definitely shines a light on it. Yeah, I, like you said, I am. That, that That is good that it is increasing in popularity. I guess it just, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping uh, they expand to more cities. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a team back here in Detroit. You got to get that. Yeah, I was going to say attendance up. Uh, speaking of retiring, isn't Sue Bird retiring? Yeah, so like Sue that? Bird retiring. Let's go. Huh? Sylvia Falls is reti- retired because mm-hmm. um, the Minnesota Lynx didn't make the playoffs. So, um, Man, you better go, boy. I'm hoping your UConn. Uh, Husky, uh, Dinah Taurasi, she she was hurt for this playoffs. Rex. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, that's another Bex. person I yeah. think that I'm looking at. And I'm like I'm getting old because yo, I remember when she was must must see oh. TV at UConn. Don't do that. Don't do that. Every year for the last three years now at this point, I had a girl break up with me because of Diana Taurasi. <laughs> Why? Why? So I was dating this girl um, at home. I'm watching it. The, I want to say UConn was like, in, it was either this Elite Eight or Final Four, one of those games. I mean, they're, they're frequent visitors, so, yeah. And this was when they were on their, one of, yeah, one of their national championships. They've got runs. 11, so it's, it's, it's. It was a lot of years. If you didn't know what school uh, she got, got her master's from. Mm-hmm. They got 11. Go ahead. Connecticut. So <laughs> the girl, she was watching the Ten, Ten Commandments or something. She was like, you're not going to turn and watch it with me. I was like, we're on the phone. Like, no, I'm watching Diet of Trossi and the UConn Hush. She's like, now. I'm not changing the channel. They must see TV. <laughs> yeah, so that was the pretty much the end of our relationship. You chose basketball over the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know. It. I think what broke it because I told her I was like I didn't know the, watching the Ten Commandments were required to get into heaven. Oh yeah, and especially yeah, it's, it's so traditional and whatnot like, like that. Everyone's seen the Ten Commandments that long. I'm like the Ten Commandments and the Wizard of Oz come on every year. Like yeah, it's it's an annual showing. So yeah, but yeah, a lot of a lot of athletes retiring. They're hitting that that thirty plus thirty yeah, plus plus. And, LeBron just signed a two-year deal. Keep I plugging know. away. He's there. He's waiting it out. Waiting it out just a little bit longer um, for the boy. Yeah. Rumor is Bronny has um, five schools. Okay. We'll University see. of Michigan being one. Are you saying that because I know Jalen said that joking, but is it jokingly? But is it real? No, it is. Some supposed to be real interest between the Who's- two parties. I just saw the rankings. Isn't Duke ranked number one? I feel like it was Duke, then Kentucky. 
Michigan State was like either three or four. Yeah, and Michigan State has a really good recruiting class coming in. UConn was number seven. Okay, I was like, okay, I'm happy with yeah. somewhere because <laughs> you know them. <laughs> uh, so, adventures yeah. of Jessica. You went to see Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. It was awesome. He was here last Sunday at Little Caesars. Shout out to Detroit being a great musical city because down the street is the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Thundercat performing at Comerica Park. Yeah. So I just love how musical Detroit Musical is. city, t- terrible for parking when all that is going That's on. That's what they said, but you know what? So the concert started at 7.30. The doors opened at 6.30. I got there around like maybe 7 o'clock and I parked literally on a street right behind um little caesar's arena and whatnot like that because i'm not about to pay for parking either because especially for what i paid for the ticket and what i paid for the ticket was decent and when i was trying to get it i think i told you they were like no we don't like to split up um we don't we don't Seats split up couples yeah. yeah and so when i got there and i saw where the seat was going and stuff i ended up sitting in between a couple and the girl was like so is this your seat is this your assigned seat i was like girl yes but they were so the couple i was sitting in between they were just I was just on a different vibe. Listen, I was one drink in. I had a little bit of, you know, good vibes going and stuff. I had another drink in my hand. I'm ready to turn up. Like, I have been waiting for this moment. Like, I've been rehearsing, okay? Like, I've been rehearsing. Like, as much as I love me some Kendrick, as much as I love me some Baby Keem on this last album, like, I'm about to turn the F up. There's no way. So I ended up leaving that seat around like the first opening act because their their energy was just so flat and there was a, it was still like a really good crowd but it was um there I was still able to transition to another seat where there was space oh, and you, whatnot. You, you did your mom thing. You listen, moved down. I, I, listen exactly. I was like I paid too much. I paid one hundred seventy nine dollars. Do you think I'm about to sit here tighter than a nest booty hole? Okay, mm-hmm. that that thing was tighter than a spirit flight. And I love spirit. I don't mind spirit. But it was just so tight. They weren't on the same vibe. I was in the middle. The boyfriends were on each side of me. That was another thing. I'm like, I, you know, I want to move. Like, I, I don't want to be uncomfortable or anything like that. So, yeah, my mom, she'll, she'll move in a concert easily in a heartbeat. I do. At Sometimes I will move, too. But this, I did. But, no, it was... It's it just an amazing show. Kendrick has one of those amazing catalogs and whatnot. And, you know, he has the type of songs as well, too, that can get a stadium like to ring off, which I think is really good. Um, songs like, you know, just uh, songs off Good Kid, Mad City and whatnot like that. But, yeah, he's just his engagement is good. He's clear, which brought, you know, you kind of brought it up. But I saw and I know it's recency bias, but I saw people posting the next day like, oh, you know, if he's not in your top five and. You know, such and such. And then, I, you know, it brings out the hip hop heads like, you mean top five of all time? <laughs> and so it's like my question was, like, do you consider performance a factor when you like saying someone is your favorite MC? Uh, I'm going to go with no. OK. Um, mainly because I've seen Nas a lot. <laughs> all right now. <laughs> and we know. Yeah. His performance it could be hit or miss. That's if he- true. A little too high, a little too. Are you going to see him? I know you said you were thinking about it. Are you going to the? I'm I'm still class? debating. <laughs> what are you waiting on? I'll I'll make up my mind. Because it's still tickets available. Yeah. I checked yesterday. The lawn I'll, seats are only like thirty five. Yeah, I'll make up my mind. Um, next couple of days, uh, mainly because we just got invited to. Donnell Jones, he's performing yeah. at the Rooster Tail. I, I saw. Yes. Um, 
So we got invited to a, a couple of things for, for that. So Is that the same day? It's the following day. So I'm like, oh. do I really want to do... So we'll see. And then mm-hmm. I have to mm-hmm. go back to work <laughs> that Tuesday. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm still... So we'll see. If I do go, it'll probably be with my uncle because this is birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. And he's a big fan of Wu-Tang. So. Wu-Tang. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Nas... That's I've seen him point. put on some some really great shows, and then I've seen some where I was just like, "I pay for this shit." Remember Lupe? So and and, and that and that. So remember we saw Lupe and um. Connecticut oh yeah, and and he, yo. That, first of all, he was late. Yo, that brother had the door open, y'all. So we went to go see Lupe in New Haven. He's like, it's like the he's in the middle of his last song, and like someone opened the door on the side. When his last song is over. My brother just moonwalked basically right out that door. Like, it wasn't no stopping. It wasn't no pause. I don't even know if the track was even over. He I got, don't know. It was. He got the freak on. When I say it looked like he looked at the clock and was like, okay. Yo, <laughs> if you've ever seen a stripper who didn't want to be at their job that night, that's what he looked like. I like, still tell people about that. Story. Yeah. Oh, that was so. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, though, I think it can elevate your liking. Like, I think that versus battle yeah. with you know dipset and and the locks made a lot more people i think hopefully raise people's standard because you saw what like what a good performance looked like you know looking yeah at, they it was so funny like a couple of weeks ago i guess with the one year anniversary and like they were posting about it i'm like on, that's man. how big of impact that versus that, had. like yo, they haven't posted one of the greatest a follow-up about the uh, verses till yeah. that one. Yeah, I'm just, I'm saying, and even Jadakiss said like they had to renegotiate his contract and whatnot like that. Like he he got more money. Like performance is important. So when I think of my top five, um, I've seen all of them. The only one who wasn't that good was you know was well you know it was Lil Wayne, but he was he was you know it was at Lil Caesars. He was probably on some lean. You know what I'm saying. And Cole is always really good. I've seen him a couple times. Like, he's just one of those artists. Kendrick, I've seen a couple times. And Jay-Z, I've seen a couple times. I've only seen Kanye once, and he was good. So, for me, it does. Like, honestly, I will say, for me, it does bring it up. Like, Crit is a good performer and whatnot like that. So, for me, I don't know. For, for some, I love concerts. So, so, I go to a concert. Yeah. So, who have you seen perform before. that their performance live knocked them down? That's the... So that's the thing. I, I like. I wouldn't say knock them down, but it's just like, all right. So you said Nas. Like I've seen, I saw Nas and DMX when they were at Shane Park, and then and that's the thing. So many people said that about Nas. It could be you know hit or miss. I saw him this year at a festival in Cali, and he was he was decent. So I don't know if it knocked them down, but it did make me go like, all right, and did make me like maybe hit give more play the in my car to the performance because I was like, oh, remember that moment? Remember that? And Yeah, he was really good when he was here with Mary J. Blige. They said he was really good when he was with the DSO, too. And, yeah. and he was here at, um was he, it Fox last year? Yeah, he was good then. I heard he was really good then, too. So that's the thing. I And that's... I, I get it. Like, people are entitled to have days and stuff like that. Like I, like, like, I don't expect you to be, like, you know, on point every single time. Like, I'm sure there's even the most electric performers have the, the nights where it's just like, one, two, three. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're human. So, it, it happens. But for me, it does. For someone like me who loves concerts, who loves to be in the room when the beat drops and whatnot, it does, it does elevate stuff for me. So, favorite concert? 
You know what? It's easier for me to say it this year. I'll say honestly, that Kendrick concert is tied with the Silk Sonic show, and that's and the, and that Silk Sonic show, and I thought that was phenomenal, and that and yeah, because that was phenomenal. But I've been waiting to hear Family Ties in person, like that. Like that song does something to me on the treadmill that takes me to. I just love that album. I love Mr. Morale and the High Steppers. So I don't know, but those two shows this year have probably been like my my favorite shows. What about you? Which favorite concert? I mean, I know we should say Jim. Yeah, Shannon, of all of time, it's going to be. Oh, of course. Velvet Rope Tour is. Yeah. Velvet Rope, Velvet Rope Tour. What about you? You saw Rhythm Nation. Yeah. Yeah. I still actually have the hat. See? Beautiful. Fresh off her head, actually. See? Oh. I'd sniff it every other day. Yeah, it's in the zip my back. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, favorite concert just this year. Yeah, or just or, or even in recent memory and whatnot. But I can honestly like those. It's a recency bias. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Anderson Pack is always good. I will say that. He mm. I've never seen a bad Anderson show. Can tell you some a concert that disappointed me. This is years ago, but Boys of Men. Really? Was it all four? Um it back it, it was back when it was all four. Where were they at? Was it Joe Lewis? Yeah. Okay, I think I kinda remember that. It was like them, next. Uh-huh. Oh man. I saw Stevie Wonder at now that was good, and I heard it. He had a tour a couple years ago. I heard that that was amazing. I, he is someone I do want to see. Mike Michael yeah. McDonald was amazing live, but his set was just short, which was disappointing. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm supposed to go see Shante Moore's going to be here. Um, this one, I, I like a couple of her songs. It, She's going to be what at the Aretha at the Aretha, and that's the thing. So I mean, it's just so and so. The, the lawn seats are only like fifteen dollars. $19 when you buy them in person. They're never sold out. So all I do is just transition up a few. You know what I'm saying? I don't need, I'm someone like, I don't need to be in the front. Like, I'm not one of those people like, oh, I got front rows. I don't, as long as I'm near. I don't like being shoulder to shoulder. I just want to be there. I just want to be near. Um, Janet Jackson probably be the only person that, I would pay yeah. front row seats for. Her shot, Sade, I could do one level off the floor. I still don't need to be like. Jill Scott gives a good concert too. She's good. Yeah, no, she's 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 hot. She she's good. She's good. It's a few more shows coming. Katrinata's coming. I still want to. I haven't gotten. I still want to see Denzel Curry. I'm a, I'm a, I, I have to. I'm just being frugal right now. Right. Well, before we get to the relationship thing, I did listen to the game album. Oh, you're bringing up JC on. How was it? So he finally dropped for you guys. What was it? Thirty two tracks. Well, it's twenty nine now because I was being sarcastic for real. He removed. It was 31. He removed two songs. Uh, you said his bank account removed two songs? <laughs> well, one of them, yes. Uh, Wag 100 said the, M- who was it, NBA Youngboy wanted too much for That for, 150. Well, his, well, the album flopped. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Recording reports, yes, it, it flopped. Um, Eminem. What? Eminem compilation album, fast outpaced. Uh-huh. I mean, Which I think I is mean, hilarious too because because yeah. the game had the Black Slim Slady, um the disc record. Disc. Did you listen? Well, of course yeah. you did. How was it? It's okay. It's an okay disc. I don't think Eminem's going to respond. 
Did you see? Was he on Dream? Royce Show? might respond on on behalf of Eminem. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Hmm. Can you please? Oh, yo. Can I need Royce to stop doing that? It it, it just it just makes me Royce think even a, more. He's the cause of Slaughterhouse breaking up. Royce dropped a compilation him. album. Mm-hmm. Pretty Crook good. is coming out with something. Crook and Joelle are coming out with something soon. But go back to so. It's okay. The, so the, how do you yeah. like it though? Like like, but how do you like the album itself though? Seriously, how? So, it? first of all, the album should be called "The Game and Friends" because just about every song has a feature. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like twenty nine songs, thirty two features. And, and who is it? Like the usual all stars, like the YGs, Little Babies, Little Dirt, Kanye, uh, Mika's on it. Of course, Wayne, G Harborough, uh. Roddy Rich, Big Sean, Rick sure Ross. Rod, Rod Wave, I'm sure, is on there somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure one uh, of the 42 Dugs is on there. Nope, no four. Is, is there a Dirk or are any of the babies on there? Little Baby, Dub Baby? One of them is on there. I just can't think. Tyga, uh, as Chris Jenner says, is he on there? No, I'll I'll go. No, 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 no. It's a lot. Just, I get it. I leave get it. it. Um, I do the Big Sean. Oh, feature okay. was is oddly placed after the Eminem disc, which I thought was. They're trying to be funny. Yeah, because he he says in the disc that you know, Sean Don is is basically the face of Detroit. So, where do do you know the genesis of their beef? No, so. Because he was on Dream Champs, wasn't he? Yeah. So did you watch it? No, I've, well, I well, listen to snippets. Wait, but has it dropped yet, or is it just snippets? No, it's dropped. Oh, okay, okay. So, because he's had the whole, which I think is blasphemy, that Kanye did more for career than, oh, than um, people, Dr. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, salty about the Super Bowl situation. Yeah, so that's where I think the beef stemmed from, because I went back. Oh, yeah, Eminem did before. And yeah, yeah. the game in 2010, when he was still beefing with 50, and I guess that beef never died, because he's 50, he's... Talking about 50 in the song to and Dr. Dre, but he said that he wasn't gonna go at Eminem because Eminem kills people's careers. And so I don't know if he's, but like, it's 12 years later. Let me. Yeah, like, let me cook. Yeah, so. Okay. I mean, I will say the most impressive thing about the album is he tries different rap styles. Like, one song he's rapping like Bone Thugs. Okay. Another song is like more of a Jay Z style. Another song he's doing the whole drill music type okay. rapping. Um, that's good. That you know that that's good. He's stretching himself artistically. Um. Sometimes the production carries the the song more than the actual lyrics. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean. I'm just happy it was able to be released and what. Yeah, I I enjoyed uh, making a, a stallion album more than the the game album actually. I'm not surprised. I haven't listened to that one yet. The one I did listen, I told you I did like the DJ Premier one a lot. That album is probably one of my other favorite albums of this year and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Even the even the Joey Badass track, which to me is is okay. It's it's okay. Yeah, I know you're not <laughs> a big fan okay. of. No, I, and, and, and he's an okay MC, but it's just so many other good tracks on that album. I feel like it's just 
Yeah, if I had to rank him, his would be last. I think exactly. Yeah, I think the the Remy Ma Rhapsody song is my favorite. I love Remy. I've always appreciated Remy Ma. She's been my boo for a minute and whatnot. She's such a good MC. I I think her and Pap are probably the most talent for me. One of the more talented uh, music couples. I just think they're both so talented. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So no, but yeah, good. So pretty good music coming out recently. Hopefully. You know, game. So wait, so if he pulled it back, so what does that mean? Like he released the album and then now you just don't see the song anymore? So yeah, the whole Young Boy song was one, when the album first came out, it was on there. I heard it. I wasn't a fan of Young Boy's verse at all, so. Are we ever, does Young Boy ever have a good verse? Uh, so... Are, then, do you like any 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 NBA Young Boy? I'm trying to think of songs I would like by him. No. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to and think. then the the Nipsey song was on the album, and then I guess there was a disagreement between Nipsey's and brother Sam. and yeah. I already Black. knew Black Sam was in it. Yeah, I already uh, I already know. I, I already know. So yeah, <laughs> that, that song was pulled. Damn, they said yeah. And he just got his star I saw on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, yeah, Nipsey so. did, didn't they? It's just his anniversary, I think, too, of his passing. Or I don't know. Birthday. I just think it was bad business, though. Oh, J.C. on. Yeah, because this album has been in production for years and been delayed three times this in the last three months. And mm-hmm. you didn't clear these songs. Or, and then, like, what's your financial situation? Because you pulled the young boy feature because he charged too much. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, those boys from Atlanta had a song that said people do anything for clout. And um, just sounds like that with that, like yeah. that's what that is. He's just his aunt. He he just has so many antics to me that sometimes it's just hard to enjoy him as an artist. Sometimes even though the, he is obviously talented. Yeah, his my favorite song is the song with him and Kanye though. Ali Boombaye. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, oh. I'm, I'm, I can't even. That's think the of only it. good one. I'm just gonna know. It's good. I'll have to check it. Kanye is usually good for a verse. I like his verse on the Lil Durk and Cardi song or yeah, whatever. He killed that. Yeah. No. I, I love Ye, for the most part. I always appreciate a Ye verse. But, um, yeah, so just going to head towards the end, a little relationship question, something I saw saw recently and just curious. I feel like it's one of those questions people always debate. Do you believe in having your partner's passcode, password, whatever you want to call it, to their phone? Do you think uh-huh. it's necessary? Do you think it's not a big deal? I don't think it's necessary, necessary, but let me, like, so Lauren has my pass code. I Mm -hmm. have hers. I mean, I don't, at this point, I don't care. I don't sleep with, like, my phone. Yeah, face down on D&D. It's a level of trust Mm -hmm. and respect. I mean, I feel like if you're, like, that paranoid where, like, somebody can your pass code or look at your phone and... You probably don't need to be in a relationship with the person. Uh, but then, so then, but then I but think I, people who say like, I mean, but can't you have something to yourself or whatever? I guess I get that, but I guess there's different levels. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm just dating someone. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah. yeah, but like me and Lauren are married. So like, and it's not like, like maybe two or three times in a month I might have to use her and it's usually 
such and such just text me. Can you see what they said or something, something mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. So I was gonna um, say, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. I was gonna ask, like, do, like, do you remember how you guys exchanged passwords? And it probably was on one of those type of situations. Like, hey, can you check my phone or something right quick, or can I use your phone right quick? Yeah. So, and then like we share locations with each other. And that was another thing. So I saw someone. So. I mean, I don't think that that's a bad thing, especially, I mean, some people have medical issues and whatnot, but I saw it so, and, and, and it led to that question too. It was the same, I got this off the internet, folks. But yeah, like, do you share locations and something? No, I don't see why I would just come with me or whatever. And it's just like, no, I just think sometimes it's a safety thing as well too, especially this day and age. Yeah, because especially like Lauren travels and she goes to different conferences. So it's, it is mm-hmm. a, a, a safety thing. Uh I'm not even in a relationship, and I tell Jordan she's uh, she's my best friend. She lives out here. When I even when I'm running at nighttime, I'm like, hey, I'm about to go to the park and do a lap or whatever. I, she's I share my location with her, but it's because a couple people been acting up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it, 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 even if there weren't people acting up, it's just a crazy world we live in now. It's just yeah, a crazy world. So, I don't know, and then. God forbid something happens or something. I, I want Lauren to be able to get in my phone and mm-hmm. there are certain passwords and stuff she'll need. That's, That's a good point. One of my favorite budget people, her husband passed away unexpectedly of an aneurysm last year. And she was saying she kept his phone on for a year, but it was so important that she she was she's giving advice now, like, you know, for people in relationships. She was like, you know, have like your partner's passwords because you like there's so many accounts you have to close so many different things you have to do and you know everyone stores everything on their phone and she was saying it was so important that she had his password and and she was saying also and it was a good tip i thought she kept his phone on for a year pat it hasn't been a year since he passed i think that'll be in december but just keeping that partner's phone on too because you just don't know what businesses are going to call you know just things like that going through their email their accounts and everything like that like because you just never know it's just you know he 40 years old, had an aneurysm, yeah, you know, out so, the blue. Yeah, I just... It just, it made it easier. Had a former co-worker, uh, 55, go in for a, a knee surgery and died on the table from a blood clot, so... Oh, my word. See? Uh, yeah, so it's... You just never know. Yeah, no, so to answer the question, yeah, I don't think it, it, it's a bad thing. I definitely think there are levels, but... If it is on the tip of like, I got to run behind you and check and stuff like that. And you, you know, doing all that, then obviously those are different conversations you need to have. But on a basic, I just want to, like you said, make sure my wife made it safely to, I don't know, Chuck Elisa or something yeah, well, like that. Like, like she has to take an Uber from the airport. Like she, since she'll screenshot where mm-hmm. she's in. In the location my single ass does that listen when i go on a date with that when i have gone on a date with someone new i send my best friend this is their number i sometimes i'll send where you know where we're meeting at and everything yeah so i it's just a level of, of comfort uh, mm-hmm. and like you said especially this day and age with everything going on in the world and but at the same time neil was the same person you know Weeks ago, you know, it's just so funny because we had the conversation about would you want to know 
wouldn't you know it? A week later, it comes out he he got a stripper allegedly uh, pregnant and whatnot. Yeah, but I so. remember him succinctly on the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, of course. You know, my wife has all of my passwords. I'm, I'm, I mean. I mean, it's just so comfortable, you know, to, to not have to worry about, you know, things in my phone and things like this and things like that. And yeah, do you follow Derek um, Grace on social media at all? The, he's the, I don't know, he had a lot of controversy because, like, he taught his Who kids. Derek Grace. Um, I'll show you. Yeah, <laughs> when, yeah. But he had a lot of controversy because he showed, like, his kids, like, using, like, guns. Like, he teaches them how to shoot, how to clean the gun, blah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Does he look like us? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've actually met him. It's his sister. He's from here? No, he's not from here. He get his tattoos done here, though. Oh, I found okay. that out. But him and his wife had, like, a relationship, like, thing they used to do on Instagram together. And yesterday it was storming. I woke up in the middle of the night, so like I'm per- mm-hmm. perusing because yesterday was his birthday, so yeah, like this birthday party. And I'm like, hmm, I don't see his wife in any of these pictures, so oh. I do like a deep dive and find mm-hmm. out like she's look at you, I love it. <laughs> like, so I go to her page and like I go back a month or two and she's like moved out. Oh, so I'm like, huh, I wonder what happened, yeah, so. Oh, the internet. Get him every time. That's the thing. Neo's wife was, he's been sleeping around unprotected for eight years with prostitutes and whores, putting our family at risk. Yeah, once you start R and B Tiger Woods. Yo, once you start playing with the uh the health, I mean it's you know, mental health is crazy, but once you throwing off that vaginal. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay, well, we'll get out of here. I know, on that note. note. (laughs) We'll catch y'all next time. All right, take care. Peace. Peace.